Welcome to Finding Drishti Podcast. I'm Terry Cohen. Today's episode is a 15-minute seated meditation. Find a comfortable seat and settle in. What would we do without the internet right now? Can you imagine going through this without being able to connect with people online and be able to, you know, order your groceries and get everything delivered to your door? It's kind of mind-blowing to think about. So, all right, so let's get seated for meditation. And so if you've never done seated meditation before, I'm going to give you a few options to play with. So option A is just um, crisscross applesauce. um, And you want to try to get your seat a little bit higher than your knees. So I just have this little meditation Zafu cushion thing. Um, You can grab like a couch cushion. You can roll up, um, like fold a a towel or a blanket to put under your seat. Um, You've got a few options there. So crisscross applesauce, letting the knees fall forward. You're seated a little bit higher. Um, If this is not comfortable for your legs for the amount of time, and we'll be meditating only for about five minutes total beginning to end. You always have the option. Some people like to do just like one leg cross and one leg on top, just, you know, wherever you can rest your hands. Um, If you like a kneeling posture, again, you want to lift the seat a little bit. So have something underneath your bum. And again, so hips higher than knees. If this gets uncomfortable, you can also, you know, put one foot forward. And here's the thing with meditation is that people feel like you, you come into a seat and then you just stay in it and that's what you need to be in for the entire duration. Um, I don't, I don't do it that way. My feet fall asleep sometimes if I'm not set up, you know, just perfectly and it still happens at times. And so don't feel stuck if something's like really getting painful. Your foot has that like ants tingly, bad feeling, um, maybe see if you can breathe into it and just drop into it. And sometimes the blood flow will start again. Sometimes you need a shift. So the only thing that you don't want to do the whole time is like, okay, I'm bored and shifting a whole lot. So you want to just get yourself in a place where you can sit comfortably for a period of time where you can sit up nice and tall and your shoulders are relaxed and your hands can be anywhere that feel relaxed to you. So elbows a little bit bent. If you want to, you can flip the palms up. Um, Some people like to do a mudra, which is just a a shape with your hands. I tend to go into Gyana mudra. So it's thumb and index finger together, other three fingers relaxed out. Um, Another really nice one for me is just stacking palms and putting your thumbs together. So this is a Zazen mudra. So we've got a few places to kind of just play with and tinker with. Now the breath and meditation is as even as you can get it. So a really even inhale, really even exhale. And it's not the same kind of breath as we would do in a moving practice, which is Ujjayi, where we kind of an audible breath. Um, This is not a necessarily audible breath. It is not one that feels forced. So you want to keep the belly soft, actually. So we're not like hugged in the way that we would um, when we're doing our asanas in our physical practice. So you can kind of just soften into the belly. We want the belly to be able to move forward and back as you breathe. And then we're just working on finding that steady breath to the point where it becomes automatic, where you no longer have to think about the inhale and the exhale so that you can start to work with whatever's happening in the mind. Okay. So today we're going to do just a a very simple breath count kind of meditation. 
And I really like this because I'm not very good at just sitting still and um, forcing my mind to calm down. I need something to do. And so the only thing that I'm doing when I'm doing this kind of uh, meditation is really just counting my inhales. So allowing uh, for a nice full inhale, one, two, three, four, five, turning it around, one, two, three, four, five. So we'll just take a few breaths here, just starting to establish the rhythm of your breath. And in the beginning, you're going to start counting the breath just to get that nice evenness. And if your first few breaths are still a little bit rapid, you're only at like three, maybe four, you're working on lengthening at five, six, even seven. And then as this becomes more regular and even, and if you find your mind starting to wander, then you can start to really focus on physical sensation, right? Feeling your head floating over your shoulders, spine is long, shoulders floating over your hips, your seat is supported, your knees are draped forward a little. You might notice shadows or light coming through your eyelids. You might notice little squiggles and shapes and patterns. You might notice temperature of the air around you against your skin. Maybe if you have a fan in the room, you feel the little breeze on your skin. And we're gonna to try to contain our awareness and attention within the body and just hovering outside of the skin. So if you can imagine yourself like on one of those um, heat scanning, um, you know, you see them in movies all the time, like where there's red and blue and green. So your body gives off heat. So you can kind of think of your awareness as being just that little amount of heat your body's giving off into the atmosphere. And anything outside of that little heat wave becomes background noise. So whether you have children or pets or the dishwasher's going or whatever is in the background, let that really start to fade away. It becomes ambient noise and you're focusing on your breath and you're focusing on physical sensation. So I'm going to leave you here sitting in whatever position that your legs are in and working on the breath. And I wanted to read you a passage today as you're in your seated meditation. So this is from Pema Chodra and Pima Chodra. And I never know exactly how she pronounces her name, um, but she is a Buddhist priest, priestess. Um, and the book is called Comfortable with Uncertainty. And this is a book that I have been going to over and over again since my yoga teacher training, um, and especially through the passing of my father and my grandparents. And so this chapter is titled uh, Loving Kindness and Meditation. When we start to meditate or to work with any kind of spiritual discipline, we often think 
that somehow we're going to improve, which is a subtle aggression against who we really are. It's a bit like saying, if I jog, I'll be a much better person. If I had a nicer house, I'd be a better person. If I could meditate and calm down, I'd be a better person. Or the scenario may be that we find fault with others. We might say, if it weren't for my husband, I'd have a perfect marriage. If it weren't for the fact that my boss and I can't get on, my job would be just great. And if it weren't for my mind, my meditation would be excellent. But loving kindness, or maitri, toward ourselves doesn't mean getting rid of anything. Maitri means that we can still be crazy. We can still be angry. We can still be timid or jealous or full of feelings of unworthiness. Meditation practice isn't about trying to throw ourselves away and becoming something better. It's about befriending who we already are. The ground of practice is you or me or whoever we are right now, just as we are. That's what we come to know with tremendous curiosity and interest. So for me, when I first thought about meditation, you know, we always think, oh, this is going to bring such a zen, beautiful, calm, whatever into our lives. And it, it doesn't quite work that way. Meditation is not a, you do it and this will cure all of your mental health uh, issues, your anxiety, your depression. It definitely helps, but it helps because we are learning to go inward. That we are learning to figure out how to be okay with ourselves and to love ourselves and to get to know ourselves. Right? We tend to live on a, the surface from what I kind of call like our exoskeleton. Right? So what you see through social media, this is our exoskeleton. This is the mask that we put on for other people even when we try to be a little bit vulnerable. Um, and we put on these masks because we're afraid of judgment or we feel insecure about something. So meditation really starts to turn our lens inward. It's trying to figure out what is actually inside of us. And sometimes when we go inside, it's not pretty. I know for me, when I go inside, it, it feels very murky and um, unsure. And I, you start to feel really icky. And it's taking, I mean, I've been doing yoga now for, this is my 13th year of practicing. It takes this inward look to start to go, I have to be okay with me. I have to learn to love what's happening inside of me so that I can make the changes that I really want to reflect onto the outside of me so that my outside and my inside are looking more the same rather than my inside being one thing and my outside being another. So let's take just a few more breaths here. Allowing your seat to get nice and heavy against whatever it's connecting against. Noticing what might have happened in your mind during these few minutes. And then start to blink your eyes open. So whether your meditation went um, 
somewhat calm. Hopefully my voice is not too distracting. Or maybe it was a hot mess inside. If you don't uh, do meditation often, it's, it's very difficult. And every day is going to be different. Every time that you come to your seat and try to meditate, it will feel a little different. Some days feel calm and relaxed and everything's fine. Other days you might start out calm and then something happens outside of the space and um, it's a trigger and you get very angry. So you have to kind of be just okay with whatever is happening in there and work with what, uh, whatever arises. So that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Finding Drishti Podcast. If you're enjoying the content, please tell your family and friends. If you're looking to practice with me live, you can find my online teaching schedule at findingdrishti.com.